Welcome to the I Fired My Boss Franchise Podcast. My name is Dan Claps, founder and CEO of Franchise Playbook, a franchisor platform where we create, own, and operate dynamic franchise brands in the mobile services space. My life's goal is to help people just like you fire their boss and become a business owner. And I'm Christian Dadalak, top franchise consultant and co-founder of Real Franchising, a leading franchise consulting firm. And together, we're on a mission to help people fire their boss, hire themselves, and live the American dream through franchise ownership. This is Dan Claps here, co-host of the I Fired My Boss podcast. And I wanted to take about 10 to 15 minutes to talk about lead generation as a franchisee or as a franchisor. If you don't know me, I'm Dan Claps, CEO of Voda Cleaning and Restoration. And I'm an expert in the lead generation space, specifically within franchising. I've been in the franchise space for just about a decade. And I'm known as the lead generation expert in the entire industry. I've won the award of being one of the top 100 franchise influencers for 2022, uh, I believe it was. And my background and knowledge is all centered around a lot of business areas, but primarily focused on marketing and lead generation. I built a lead generation company called Career Transition Leads from 2016 to May of 2022 before it was acquired by a private equity firm. And what we did was, and what that company does is generate leads within franchising. So this is an area that I'm an expert in, and I want to talk about this for franchisees and for franchisors. First rule, when it comes to lead generation, you need to have a system for customer acquisition that is predictable, that's automated, and then runs on its own. Runs on its own, it's predictable, it's consistent, and you don't need to be involved in the day-to-day. That is what you need when it comes to any type of lead generation. I don't care if it's finding customers or finding employees. It's a numbers game. It's a volume game. It's about getting the fishing poles out into as many ponds at a time with the right bait, which is the right offer to get people in. So I want, let's just start there with using lead generation centered around fishing. I love to fish. And so let's use that as an analogy. When you're fishing, you need a fishing pole. You need bait specific type of bait for specific type of fish. You need um, water. You need a place to go, a pond or a body of water or where, what pond are you going to fish in, right? You need the poles, bait, the type of bait, pond, okay? And what I want you to think about is when you're doing lead generation, it's like fishing. First, you got to have a pole. How many poles are you going to have? Let's start with one. And then if you think about it, when you go to get bait, you don't just get bait and then throw it out there. You decide what kind of fish you want. So when you think about lead generation, the first thing you need to do is you need to design your buyer avatar. Okay, The fish you're going to catch, you're going to need a specific kind of bait for specific kind of fish, meaning specific leads. So let's start with who is your buyer persona? If you're a franchisee in the gym space, you're going to come up with, you know, uh, New guy, Ned, right? That's a guy who's thinking about working out. He's new to working out. You're going to have bodybuilder, Billy, and you're going to list out who that dream customer is. You're going to think about, you know, inspiring, uh, inspired uh, Lisa and Lisa's, you know, a certain type of persona. You're going to list it out. You come up with three to four buyer personas. 
if you're in the home services space, you're going to think about exactly what kind of home you want to service. What is the average ticket you're going for? Who is your ideal customer? What do they look like? What do they act like? What do they enjoy? What kind of foods do they eat? Get as detailed and as granular as you can about your dream customer. I want you to dream up your dream customer and then break them up into buyer personas. Give them names and really put them on paper as a specific type of buyer or specific type of fish, if you will. The next step is coming up with the bait. So when you're doing lead generation, the bait is really what the offer is, okay? What they want. So the bait could be, if I was selling, you know, painting, the bait would be, you know, uh, a beautiful new home painted that looks great, professional service, and the bait is something that's going to get them in. It's the hook, right? Fill out this form for a information kit on how to, you know, colors that best match your home aesthetic for inside if it was painting. Or if it was a gym, fill out this information kit, evaluation of your current fitness, right? You need to come up with really interesting bait or hook for your fish or for your, you know, your end user, your buyer persona. Now, one of the things you want to keep in mind when you're doing this type of marketing is lead generation is not just about getting leads. You need to nurture these leads. You need to have an automatic text go out, an automatic email go out. You need to have remarketing where if they go to your website, your brand on their Google native and on their Facebook. Give you an example, my background with remarketing. If you go to the Voda website, now from here on out, we follow you around. It's a little creepy. But if you go to the Voda website, you're going to see us on Google, you know, a football team, and you're going to see it. You're going to go into Facebook and you're going to see Voda ads and on Instagram and on your stories and on your YouTube. We follow you around through your programmatic advertising or through, you know, advertising where you are. And what you have to remember is when people are interested in your business, whatever it is, painting, roofing, plumbing, restoration, gym, they need a omnipresence. They need to see your brand seven times. It's the rule of seven. People do not trust a brand until they subconsciously, until they've seen, at least in their subconscious, a brand seven times. Whether that's an email, they hear about it from a friend, they see it on a Facebook ad, they go drive by a sign... Omnipresence means you're available or around them in every channel. They might, you might not be in every person's eyes, but in this world of advertising where you can advertise to the specific buyer personas and follow them around through geofencing and through um, remarketing, they can see you seven times. And that's when, boom, they're going to trust you. And so it's important to understand that not only do you need to have the fishing poles in the water and you need to choose the bait you're going to use, the hook, the offer. And then you need to choose the pond. So are your customers on Facebook? Are they on Instagram? Are they on YouTube? Are they on LinkedIn? Are they on radio? Are they on TV? Where is your ideal customer spending the most amount of time? For me, someone who wants to buy a Voda, I might find them on the golf course. 85% of golfers have either executives or own their business, right? If I'm advertising restoration, right? Restoration services. Property managers, I need to be in the pond. Where are my property managers spending their time? Right, That's their pond. What's the bait or hook that I need to provide to get the property manager interested in Voda? Right? And how many fishing poles do I need out there? Right? See how this analogy starts to make sense? And who is my property manager? In my case, it's a specific property manager, the specific amount of properties, specific amount of uh, employees. It's very dialed in. Same with plumbers. I'm not going to give away everything we do, but it's very important that we dial into the buyer avatar. So you've got your fishing poles, you've got your ponds, you've got your bait, 
And then when you get a fish, they're not caught yet. Okay, let's say you get a fish on the hook and you're reeling, reeling them in. Well, reeling them in is the nurturing. You got to be texting them, emailing them, calling them right away. You need to be remarketing to them, following them on social and on native. And you need to be constantly advertising through signs and networking and trucks driving around. It's the rule of seven. That's another thing. Remember, the rule of seven means people need to see your brand seven times, albeit often subconsciously, but seven times they need to see the brand before they trust the brand. Okay, so when you're doing advertising, you need an automated process that's scalable, it's ongoing. Never turn off the lead funnel. Never stop. Always be recruiting. Always be having people filling out, learning about your brand. You need to have webinars and content. You need to be a thought leader. I don't care if you're in the gym space, restoration, plumbing. Be the person that has the podcast that's putting out content. Right, Because when you realize that you've got a buyer persona who now sees you, you figured out your perfect buyer, you've advertised the perfect hook, you filled out your form on the perfect in the pond where they are, they're interested in your business or your service. Now they're seeing you getting texts and emails and calls and online and on Facebook and everywhere else. Now you're a thought leader too. You're building trust by being a thought leader. I'll never forget HubSpot Serum is my favorite serum. I love it. I've used it for years. I didn't spend a lot of money on it. People will tell me it's not the right choice. They're wrong. HubSpot is worth the investment every time. I've been in lead generation a long time and I know it to be the fact. And I'll never forget when I was exploring CRMs years ago. I was up late researching, watching videos, reading. And every time I read an article about marketing that I really liked, you know what I'd find at the bottom? This article was provided to you by HubSpot. I had no idea. But over time, I realized that this was the thought leader. HubSpot, frankly, can charge a premium. Because they are the dominant force in marketing automation. You want to be that in your market. And especially if it's a small market that's fragmented with unsophisticated... Like for me in restoration, frankly, my competition, our competition, is not often as organized, a little bit less sophisticated, a little bit less you know, business savvy. We're going after becoming the thought leader in our community. When it comes to restoration, we've got you covered. When it comes to your fitness program, if you own a gym, we've got you covered. When it comes to painting, Here's the top 10 tips on how to paint your house properly. If you want to do it on your own, be a thought leader. And what I'll leave you with when it comes to lead generation, whatever your service is, you know so much more about it than anybody else. And if you give away, don't be afraid. Think abundantly. Give away things. You know, there's a great saying, Alex Ramosi says it actually. If you feel like you're giving away too much, give away more. You're never going to give people everything that you know. They're always going to realize that, wow, if this is what they're giving away to me for free, imagine what I would get if I spent money. Drive value. Drive value. I have a friend that does Facebook advertising. A lot of my friends are in lead generation. We're constantly over you know, dinner or drinks. We're sharing notes. Most of my friends are entrepreneurs because I love learning from my friends that have successful businesses too. I have a friend who's running Facebook ads for a company for free. He drove their conversion up 134%. They were getting more customers than ever. He calls them and he says, Hey guys, ads are going well. You guys are doing, you know, clearly making a lot of money. Let's talk about, you know, getting me into a contract, an $8,000 a month contract. They said, Eh, we'll call, we'll think about that in a few months. Next night, he turned off their Facebook ads. He was doing it for free. Sure, they called and signed him. He provided value. Then he had to remind them of the value and that he was worth money. 
And that those, that conversion didn't happen out of nowhere. People usually forget when you do something for them. But once he did that, he was able to land a client. Provide value first. Create content. Create a book. Create a video. Do something where you're advertising your value to your fish, right? Just to summarize, you're going to have your bait, you're going to have your fishing pole, you choose your bait, which is your offer, you figure who your fish are, the type of bait that's going to attract those fish. Where are the fish? They're in a certain pond, whether it's LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube. Where are they? Figure that out. Figure out what resonates with them. If your customer drives F-150s, when you run an ad on Facebook, have an F-150. Don't have a Nissan. Your customer, that's not your buyer persona. Your ads, when we run ads, we run ads specific to our buyer persona. If I know that they wear Levi's, we put a guy in the photo with Levi pants. Okay, It's about being specific. The rule of seven, you're going to show up seven times. So when they fill out the form, after you make great content, you're going to text, you're going to email, you're going to remarket. You want a remarketing tool? Go check out AdRoll. A-A-A-D-R-O-L-L.com. Best remarketing tool there is. I can help you if you need advice on how to set it up. That's what you're going to want to use. You're going to remarket. You're going to email. You're going to text. You're going to use the CRM like HubSpot. You're going to call. You're going to be omnipresent. You're going to have signs up. You're going to network in your community. And you're going to be a thought leader. You're going to make, that's how you're going to make a difference in getting ahead of your competition and having a predictable lead generation system. Thanks for tuning in on this quick episode of I Fired My Boss podcast. You're f***ing fired. If you want to say those words to your boss, make sure you head on over to ifiredmybosspodcast.com and fill out the form to schedule a no-cost consultation. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe, leave a review, and share with a friend who might also want to fire their boss.